Welcome to the Manifest Podcast, your weekly dose of manifestation inspiration. I'm your host, Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, manifestation expert, creative entrepreneur, and mother of four. My mission is to help you manifest the life and business of your dreams, and I am truly honored to have a global movement of manifestation inspiration that has touched millions of people in over 170 countries around the world. Each episode is designed to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality and manifest your dreams when you connect with the energy of the universe. So join me every week as we dive deep into the world of manifestation and unlock the power within you to manifest the life you have always wanted. Are you ready? Let's start manifesting. Hello there, welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Podcast. And today's episode is one that I know you will absolutely love. And perhaps you want to take some notes. So I highly encourage that you either get out the notes app on your phone or a notebook or a piece of paper or wherever you want to write down and jot down the ideas that I will share with you today, because this is a popular topic. And although I have recorded a podcast episode on this theme before, and I have shared blog articles that have been viewed hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of times, it's important to, or for me as the teacher, as the expert on this subject, to revisit it so I can add more insight and reflections and perspective and wisdom that will be able to support you on your journey. So today we're going to talk about the power of manifestation, of course, and how you can use it to attract abundance into your life, especially when it comes to money. This is always such a hot topic. So today we'll be discussing discussing the six ways to manifest money fast. So to give you a bit of a, a background here, it's really important for you to know that I believe that money is energy. And so many of us hold the belief that there's not enough money or that money doesn't grow on trees, depending on how you were raised uh, at the people that raised us, our parents, grandparents, society, culture, the educational system could have planted seeds in your mind that have contributed towards you having a scarcity mindset, meaning that you approach finances and abundance and money from a space of lack, scarcity or not enoughness versus the preferred mindset, which is an ongoing project to always cultivate and nourish and nurture the abundance mindset, meaning that you see abundance as energy, money as energy, as a transaction for the energy you put out there that comes back to you. So let's first dive in with the first thing is to understand the law of attraction. And I know that this seems very elementary for a podcast about manifestation, especially if you've been listening to this for a little while. But because the law of attraction and manifestation has been so heavily popularized, it's important to get back to basics. So understanding the law of attraction is that we understand that we attract what we focus on and what we feel. So that is the vibrational frequency that the universe responds to. And so if you want to attract more money into your life, you need to focus your thoughts and your feelings on abundance and prosperity. And this may seem so incredibly oversimplified, but it is. If we are 
constantly thinking about how we're going to pay our bills or you go to the mailbox, for instance. And I, I experienced this yesterday. So this is why it was fresh on my mind. I, um, I took my bike. We, we don't have a mailbox outside the front of our house. It's like in this community that we live in. And so I take a little bike ride to where like the, the spa resort area is. It's not even a spa. It's like a community pool. We have a pool in our backyard, but there's also a community pool. I don't know why, but there is. Um, And that's where the mailboxes are. And so I took my bike for a ride and I witnessed as I got the key out of my pocket thinking, oh, I hope it's not bills. And I caught myself in that moment because we, one thing which was a little bit nutty is that we rarely receive bills in the mail anymore because it's all automated and online, of course. But it was like the old school thought of, oh, a bill. <laughs> um, and I thought, oh, that's so strange. And I opened up the letterbox and because I've had a lot of treatments recently, medical treatments, going to the dermatologist or the dentist, there were a couple of bills there. And I witnessed my internal energy of fear or concern or, oh, this is an extra thing to manage. And I stopped myself in that moment and I thought, okay, we'll face it right? No matter what you're going through, you can just take a moment to step back and face the, the awareness that bills are going to keep coming, but it's society or watching TV shows and these tiny little seeds of an idea that get in there where you forget the power that you have to guide the energy around you, within you. And so that is the one sovereign place that you can guide your energy with intention. And so If a bill is triggering for you, then just take a moment to breathe it through and think of all of the things to be grateful for, which brings me to the second point, which is be grateful for what you have. And the first way, this is one of the first ways to manifest, manifest, (laughs) manifest money fast is by being grateful for what you do have right now. Because when you focus on what you have, you attract more of it into your life. So it's really helpful to write down a list of everything that you're grateful for, including the small things like the roof over your head or the food you have to eat or the love you have from your family, your community or your friends. The more you can actively engage in a gratitude practice, the more you flip that script from scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. Remember, it's like the flip of a switch. And as I'm saying this, and you know, you guys, that I record this intuitively. There is no scripting. It is me getting behind the microphone, flowing as an intuitive download or transmission. And as I'm saying this, and I said, it's like a, a switch flipping. I saw what happens when one of the breakers goes out when, you know, like you might plug in a hairdryer or a hair straightener, and then all of a sudden, the, the plug's not working anymore because it's tripped a switch, the safety switch with electricity. And you have to go and find the, the switch box and then flip that switch back. This is the same that I am being guided to reveal to you guys. It's exactly the same in your mind when it comes from scarcity to abundance. But I want you to see abundance as the electricity on signal that that is receiving the download of energy is that your breaker, your switch is switched onto abundance. And that if something flips it, like you plug in the wrong hair, hair dryer or hair straightener, that it will go to scarcity. And that's what I experienced yesterday when I was at the mailbox. And I felt like those 
little, little tiny threads of scarcity that can flip that switch. It's an invitation from the universe to lean into the wholeness of abundance and it's practice. You have to remember that it's an ongoing practice, that you're not going to get it right straight away, that it will be a process that you return back to when you can identify. This is about cultivating awareness and discernment about where the majority of your thought forms are landing. So if you're always complaining about the price of eggs, (laughs) eggs are expensive, or they are an investment right now because of the current financial climate. So there are so many opportunities for you to flip that switch back to abundance. What if eggs were an investment (laughs) in your health? I don't eat eggs, so I don't even know why I'm using it. My my family eat eggs. Um, I eat eggs sometimes. That's a side story. Love, love, hate relationship with eggs. (laughs) Um, But anything that you deem as expensive or an unnecessary expense or even even a necessary expense, which is costly, like the price of gas or petrol or um, school books, school uniforms, whatever you need, anything that you deem as something that is absolutely necessary, that is, you know, expensive. I remember when my my two oldest kids went to school, um, all three of my girls homeschooled. I have a nearly 17-year-old, a seven-year-old and a six-year-old, and they're all homeschooled. But my two oldest children, so my daughter Olivia, who's nearly 17, and my son Thomas, who is 21, they went into the regular school system. And uh, during the beginning of the pandemic, we decided to take Olivia out of school and homeschool so we could have more flexibility and freedom in our lives. And I remember the days in Australia where I was a single mother living on welfare and one of the times of year that I dreaded the most is when they would bring back in their school backpack the beginning of the school year, which is January in Australia, the book list of all of the things to get and you would tick the box and you would write out a check or leave your credit card details and it's probably all automated and online now. but. I remember feeling so powerless over that because I would just have to get the bare minimum of what they absolutely needed. So I could never get like the the ruled notebooks or the ruler or things like that because I'd have to shop around and be more efficient with how I was spending my funds because I barely had any money whatsoever. And even though both of their book lists only came out to I think just around $200, $200 for me back then for an essential item like school books for my kids and their stationary supplies felt like I was climbing a mountain. I felt so powerless over the situation. And I remember feeling almost like writing out the check or however I filled out the payment details begrudgingly. I remember going, Oh, I don't really want to do this, but I'm doing it because I have to. And it's for my kids and I don't want them to suffer or feel like they're left out from their peers or, uh, you know, their classmates. And so that really one of that, uh, recurrence of that happening every year and it happened for five years. <laughs> and when I was struggling with money, it was always like holding my breath thinking, Oh, I've got to, I got to, I have to reframe this. And so I used it as part of my practice. I found this recurring thing where I ended up looking forward to it to the point where when we moved to America and especially when my business started really, you know, taking off and being, I was, you know, we were making a lot more money than 200 bucks. (laughs) Um, It was a lot easier 
because I had used the practice. So stretching your consciousness around money, especially in those times where you want to constrict yourself and you're witnessing that you feel like there's not enough or you're begrudgingly having to pay for something is so important to remember your physiology, your mindset. And again, flipping that switch to abundance and to gratitude. So daily gratitude for what you have is so important. And this is one of the fundamental foundational elements of the Dear Universe Manifestation Journal, which is divided into two categories. So you have, and you begin your day with connection. And so there is a, there's three things. There's a space for three things. What are you grateful for today? And then in the evening with your reflection ritual, there are three things to write down, you know, highlights and manifestations from that day. So you're closing that loop between intention to manifestation and living with intention. Now, this isn't an ad for the journal, but if you haven't got one yet, I highly recommend that you go to dearuniverse.com and get your journal today before they run out. We had an order yesterday for 14 journals. (laughs) Someone ordered 14 at once. So they're stocking up for their friends and their family, perhaps even their clients and their business. It makes an incredible gift. It makes an incredible practice. And this is why my husband, Sean, and I created the Dear Universe journal so that we could provide a way to embody the essence of how you manifest what you want, how you live a life with more intention. And so this is the third element when it comes to manifesting money really quickly. And I want to go more into the mechanisms of money and how you get that money in the door faster. So the third thing is to visualize your desired outcome. So going back to when I would have to fill out the school book information, I would visualize in my anxiety, in the dread of it showing up in their school backpacks and, hey, mom, you need to sign this and I need to get it in by Friday. And that dread I switched it so I would visualize myself being able to easily and effortlessly pay that bill. And that's what I want you to do. I want you in your mind's eye, whether you go to the mailbox and you get out those stack of envelopes, which are bills from the electric company, the gas, you know, whatever it is, the credit card company, I want you to visualize the outcome that you can pay those bills easily and effortlessly because you are tuned in with your abundance mindset to a flow of prosperity, to a flow of abundance, that money comes easily and effortlessly into your reality. Now, of course, this can be a danger zone, right? I really, you guys know me if, or if you are new to the podcast, this will be a little bit of a a rude awakening for you, but Sometimes, actually, I'm not going to soften it or sugarcoat it. The lessons that you are meant to experience are the best gifts, even if they are tough. So looking back on my days of struggle as a single mother living on welfare, living by myself in an apartment that didn't have heating, it didn't have air conditioning, and it lived in one of the hottest parts of Australia. I didn't have a refrigerator. I didn't have money for extra food. I was living on less than $10 a day. It was, it was rough, but I wouldn't change it for anything. And it was one of the toughest times of my life where the bank kept on calling me saying, Hey, Miss Prout, where are your credit card payments? 
and I would have to say, sorry, I don't have them. And then I just stopped (laughs) taking the calls. And then soon enough, I didn't even have enough money to pay for my cell phone. So my cell phone got cut off and then the bank couldn't contact me. So just, and I'm not saying that you should leave things so that they can't be addressed because we all know that when you turn your back on things, they have a way of finding you. They will. Um, But use the struggle, use the mess as the medicine that whatever you are going through as tough as it seems. And there are things I know from this community, there are things that many people have experienced here, losses of loved ones. You're facing terminal illness, you know, the, the most horrific things that happen in humanity happen to human beings, just normal human beings. And there's always this conversation that goes on, well, do we attract the bad stuff? Do we manifest that? How did I manifest this? And it's not just simple black and white. There's this gray area, right? There's this script and contract that many of us are unfolding in our lives because we're here to experience the fullness of the human condition. And that doesn't mean excluding the painful lessons. And so when you realize that trying to turn your back or sweep it under the rug, the painful lessons, the negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions, especially when it comes to money, is not going to help you. But the things that you do have within your power are to guide your energy and your experience towards feeling happiness. And I believe that there is so much fast food in the manifestation industry (laughs) and self-help industry where it's a lot of um, not really diving beneath the surface. It's tip of the iceberg. And when you are willing to dive beneath the surface and to see what is revealed to you in the layers beneath, that is the the core of understanding abundance at the holistic level that it's intended to be perceived at, right? So visualizing your desired outcome is understanding that you will be okay. Understanding the desired outcome and visualizing it is trusting in the universe and creating a mental picture in your mind. And then if that mental picture doesn't ever manifest, that even simply by visualizing the desired outcome can feel just as good as it actually manifesting. And you close the gap between intention to manifestation and you trust the journey. You are trusting the journey. You're here to trust. You are here to experience the fullness, not just the happy, happy, joy, joy emotions, which are great. It's, it's really important to feel good, really important to feel good. But it's also important not to make things worse than they need to be, right? So, so remember to use and utilize this beautiful gift you've been given of visualization from within. Visualize your desired outcome, whether it's manifesting money fast, whether it is attracting love, whether it is manifesting vibrant health, whatever whatever you need. The fast, the, the speed, the immediacy uh, of instantaneous manifestation lies in the awareness that your emotions that you can guide and feel are instant. It's not so much the manifestation. The manifestation itself is the emotion, the feeling, the awareness that you are the captain of your energy ship. (laughs) And so when we remember that, 
believing that it's already yours, whatever you want to experience closes that gap and makes it a much more pleasurable experience. And so for me, when I harking back to when I was a single mother on welfare, I would visualize that I would live in a big house. I don't know why big was important that I remember writing in my journal as part of my visualizations, because of course I'm a writer. I love to write my visualizations down to really get that visceral energy. There's a power of pen to paper, which is why I created the journal as well, that the visualization that I was having was encapsulated as as a document of living energy, as a transmission. And I remember writing down that I wanted to live in a big house. And I remember having a vision once of Sean and I having matching computers, which was un it was just inconceivable for me to think of having like a, a new computer or matching cars that were brand new and, you know, traveling and all of the things that we have today, even though we don't have matching cars, we only, we used to have matching cars. We got rid of our second car because usually Sean and I travel together, so we don't really need a second car. Um, But at that point that we did have matching cars, it was like a full circle moment from visualization to manifestation. And sometimes I wonder, would that have happened or whether that would have even clicked in my awareness had I not spent the time visualizing it, writing it down? This is why it is so imperative to use something like the Dear Universe Journal. And that's the last time I'll mention it for those of you that don't like me promoting my products on my podcast. There's some of you that are like, I love this podcast, but she talks too much about her products. I love what I do. I I love what I create. And I want to share that with you guys. (laughs) This isn't like um, an ad by any means. It's a, I know this would be helpful. So try it out. And if it doesn't work for you, try someone else's product. Um, My intention is to support you as much as I can on this journey, because I know that it's not easy. And When you remember the power that you have within you to create and guide your energy, you'll spend less time (laughs) um, worrying about what other people share in their podcasts that may disgruntle you somewhat. So remember, remember to define abundance on your own terms. What is it that you want to attract into your life? What are the beliefs that you hold? And I'll get onto that in just a moment after this short message from today's podcast sponsor. So I have a question for you. Do you know how much you spend on your subscriptions each and every month? Because the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Think about that. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to actually double check with Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a service that can help you to quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. This is something that I'm so passionate about because part of attracting abundance into your life is being more mindful when it comes to where and how you spend your money. So the the average American spends around $80 a month on subscriptions when that's what they think they do when the actual total is an average of $200 a month. So if you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, 
then you can't consciously pay attention to where the money is flowing in and out of your reality. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And I absolutely love Rocket Money. In fact, my husband just went through our annual subscription audit that we do for our business. Now, keep in mind, we have quite a big business and so we have many different subscriptions and there were so many double ups that needed to be canceled. We are saving. Now, this is a bit shocking, but we are saving over $50,000 a year from auditing our subscriptions. So I encourage you to do the same thing. Stop throwing away money, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Sarah. That's rocketmoney.com slash Sarah. Okay, so diving back into the six ways that you can manifest money fast. This is a really important one, and it is, it's not an easy one for many of you out there, and that is to change your money mindset. The most important way to change your money mindset fast is to examine, as I mentioned, the difference between having a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset. Our beliefs about money and around money shape our reality. And if you have negative beliefs around money, it will be difficult to attract abundance into your life in a way that it flows more easily and effortlessly. So changing those limiting beliefs and replacing them with positive affirmations is a great place to start. Saying things like, I am worthy of abundance or money flows easily into my life and stop seeing money as the bad guy, as the gatekeeper to your happiness. You know, so many of us fall into that trap of I'll be happy when I'll be happy when I have a million dollar business. I'll be happy when I lose the weight. I'll be happy when I gain the weight or attract a soulmate or manifest a mansion Don't put your happiness off. This is one of the key linchpin elements when it comes to changing your money mindset. It's all about mindset. It's a flow. It's an exchange. The money needs to move and to flow. It's like emotions. Think of money like emotions, emotion, movement. The money needs to move. Money that stagnates and just sits there uh, and doesn't I mean, you know, there are so many wealthy people that went to their graves without that money having any place to go, right? So make sure you have a plan for your money. The more you can attach meaning and purpose and drive behind it, the more it will show up for you in your life. Now, a really important element when it comes to money mindset is allowing yourself, and I mentioned this earlier, to stretch your consciousness around money, what you perceive as a lot of money or saying things like that sounds expensive (laughs) or um, attaching scarcity to things that don't need scarcity around it and just neutralizing it. And you do this not by becoming a pain in the ass to other people around you by correcting them if they say, well, aren't eggs expensive right now? And you'll be like, don't use your scarcity mindset. That's going to sabotage the flow of money and abundance into your life. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that this is a private practice where you are emotionally guiding your energy and your emotions in a private manner. Okay. So this is about conducting yourself internally with a way that you react and respond to 
potential triggers that trigger limiting beliefs in your mindset. These, whether you call them money blocks or um, limiting beliefs, they can sometimes be the walls between you and a life that you desire, you and a life of freedom, you and a life of living out your dreams in the biggest and most expansive, not expensive, expansive way possible. So when, think of it this way, think of the universe responding to your every piece of data that you're putting out there in the universe. This is really important. So for every emotion you have, it's like a piece of a giant jigsaw puzzle. So let's just say every emotion you have around money is like a giant picture for the universe to respond to either in more of something or less of something. And so you don't want to create a big jigsaw puzzle with an image that is cultivated of scarcity, of lack, of disintegration. (laughs) Uh, You want to create a bigger picture of abundance, of freedom, of creativity, of joy, of love, of all good things. And I'm not saying that you spiritually bypass the bad feeling feelings. With your mindset, you have to allow the negative space to just be what it is, but don't attach your identity to it. There is a big difference between saying, I am broke. (laughs) I am poor. I am, uh, you know, I don't have any money versus I'm going through a season of struggle financially right now for the time being. Don't always, hmm, that's two double negatives there. I want to be mindful of how I frame the perspective for you of cultivating abundance. So I want you to instead switch your awareness when it comes to attaching an identity with an I am affirmation, I am broke, to hmm, I am currently experiencing uh, difficulties currently experiencing them. Tempor- I am temporarily experiencing financial difficulties. The word temporarily, I mean, I, when I'm saying this, I see these visions in my mind of like a website when you type in the URL and it's not, you know, it's not connecting properly. It's like a 404 page or this site is temporarily closed for maintenance, right? That can be how you view your current situation because it's the difference between having a fixed mindset versus a very flexible, fluid mindset that is able to adapt and flow with whatever you are currently experiencing in your life. And so what will serve you the most is when you can see things as temporary, because in reality, everything is temporary and everything is movement in conscious motion. And it's how you direct your energy towards the motion that will determine the outcome. So you may have heard me talk about this before, that I believe that every single moment that happens within our reality boils down to two choice points. The first choice point is fear. That's a very slow moving energy, right? It's reluctant. It's um, stubborn. It's stagnant. It's like it's got like the consistency of honey versus flow, which is like has the consistency of water. It runs really fast. So it's like speed versus putting your gas or putting your foot on the brake, putting your foot on the pedal, (laughs) going faster, acceleration versus slowing it down. Now, slowing it down can sometimes serve a purpose. 
which is really great. It's all about cultivating that energetic alchemy within. So you want to see the ways in which you are accelerating your path to abundance and manifesting money fast versus putting up the the barriers, putting up the walls, putting up the stumbling blocks that are going to trip you up every step of the journey. And that is your mindset. So like I said, right at the top of the show, when you get those bills, when you are faced with that expense that you have to pay, that you get to pay, think of it as an opportunity from the universe to flip that switch to abundance from scarcity. This is the work of your mindset and it is a lifelong practice. You don't just all of a sudden somebody waves a magic wand and you have an abundance mindset. It doesn't work like that because at different seasons and stages of your life, it can seem radically different. Now, you guys know me. (laughs) I love to share from my heart and I understand that there are so many different perspectives and Uh, different levels of awareness within society, within culture, to be able to understand these ideas. So my intention here is to share from my heart for you to gather the information you need to be able to practically apply the expansion of consciousness in your own life. So for me, like I said, I was a single mother living on welfare, less than 10 a day. At the height and the pinnacle of my business, I think we were doing like $100,000 a month. This was like in the early days of Facebook advertising, where it was literally like turning the idea into a cash machine, right? And then the algorithm changed. Our business had to change. As entrepreneurs, we always have to adapt and go with the different directions of technology, of the consumer demand, of supply and demand, of what you guys, the audience, want and will find helpful. And so with the decline in revenue, there was some stress, some of the remnants of a mindset shift that needed to take place. And you think in your mind, I remember when I was younger, I would, I thought if I could just make a million dollars, I'd be set for life. I remember thinking that, like, I just wanted to win the lottery, win a million dollars, and I'd never have to worry about money ever again. And I can tell you, I've spent millions of dollars, maybe 10 plus millions of dollars on my business, on my lifestyle. And it doesn't always equate to stability because it ebbs and flows. You have expenses, you have outgoings. And me as an entrepreneur, I don't draw a million dollars. If I make a million (laughs) dollars, that doesn't mean that it is profit. Okay. It can be very illusionary. You have to spend money to make money. So again, it goes back to something that is really powerful of the law of assumption and how that relates to your mindset. And so I tell you this with transparency because there are different seasons of abundance that you go through in your life and in your business. And in my business, I've gone through different different phases. I have made different um, levels of revenue from different streams of income, which has been fabulous. And I recommend that for anybody, if you are a business owner, to diversify your streams of income because there will be seasons where different streams struggle. And with the the different balancing act that comes with the various streams of income, whether it's rental income, whether, whether you have a book that's generating income or a coaching practice or a network marketing company or whatever it is for you, there are different seasons that it goes through and it provides you with different opportunities to use your mindset. So at a very basic level, it's the choice between scarcity and abundance, flow and resistance, fear and love. 
But what it truly is, is the reminder that this is an ongoing practice that expands and shrinks and expands and then shrinks and contracts again. And that we are always going through these motions. Sometimes the illusion of failure, the shrinking, the contraction happens before a great burst of success, a great season of elevated revenue and profit and abundance and money. And that is what is to be focused on, that it is cyclic in nature and that every step of that cycle, the peaks and the troughs, all serve a divine purpose. So no matter where you are with your mindset right now, it's an important part of your journey. Everybody has a different phase and a different way of managing their mindset. And then so the fifth thing to manifest money fast, (laughs) I mean, really, there is no quick way of doing this, but you can, the fast nature of this, the lightning fast nature of this is in the awareness of how quickly it is to feel that burst of inspiration within yourself. Simply by listening to this podcast, you are activating within you the energy of infinite potential. So the fifth element is to take inspired action. So When you align with your thoughts, feelings, and actions with your desired outcome, you will start to see results. So in a very practical, pragmatic way, let's just say you wanted to manifest $10,000 within the month. I mean, that to a lot of people, that's a lot of money. Um, This means taking practical steps towards your goals financially, such as an increase in your income or reducing your expenses. Reducing your expenses can sometimes be one of the fastest ways to activate the energy of abundance. And like I mentioned in the ad for rocket money in the middle of this episode, my husband went through this process and saved thousands upon thousands of dollars in unnecessary business expenses. Expenses. That was a weird thing. I just took a deep, weird breath. Um, That my husband saved thousands of dollars. I think it was $51,000 in annual expenses. And some of them were double ups that we didn't even know were there. So that is encapsulating the energy of taking inspired action. Becoming more frugal has some dangerous pitfalls with it, right? So you can activate your scarcity mindset, which is like your comfort zone and shopping for bargains and coupon cutting and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. But it's the energy that you bring to it, which will determine you can be frugal from the lens and the vantage point of having an abundance mindset, or you can be frugal with the scarcity mindset, which can take you off on a different path and derail the good work that is done. So really taking inspired action, how can you Ask the universe to send you an inspired idea or a sign that can translate into quick cash, right? Uh, For me, uh, when I was living as a single mother, I would check like under the couch cushions and in my old handbags or pockets of my jeans or, you know, like weird places to collect coins. And I think once I collected over a hundred dollars worth of coins, just simply (laughs) playing like a Uh, like treasure hunt game with my kids of, Hey, let's look all over the house and find coins. That can be a way to do it. Looking at the things that you no longer need, and then maybe uh, selling them on different sites like Poshmark or eBay or where else? Facebook marketplace and, or having a garage sale, translating that into quick money. If you really, really need money. Um, There are so many different things that you can do. Just ask the universe to support you in resourcefulness. This is how to take inspired action. For me, when, and I've told this story before, 
Um, and every time that I tell it, it takes on a different level of awareness because I realize how resourceful it was during that time and that it's a powerful reminder that the universe will support you in your times of need. So when I was in my first marriage, we had a court ordered intervention order under the same roof. So we were living separately. I was legally separated from my first husband and I was living in my office and he was sleeping in the bedroom and the kids were like in the middle two be- two bedrooms. So we were co-parenting and uh, it was it was a struggle. And the reason for that is because I couldn't just afford to leave even though I wanted to. So I was still reliant on my first husband to provide shelter and food and that kind of thing until my government payments caught up and I could make a move. But it's costly to do that when you need to leave. And it's such a, an emotionally volatile situation. The court, I remember the judge said that he had never granted an intervention order under the same roof before where there was an issue of safety. Um, story for another day, but I mean, that's really going back into the archives. And I remember feeling so desperate. Like I just wanted to take the kids and run. (laughs) And although I realize now that that was not fair for all parties involved, Uh, I had my mother living in Queensland and I was living in Melbourne and I said to the universe, okay, universe, I need an inspired idea. What can I do? And so I looked at the resources that I had available to me and I had, uh, I think 20,000 followers on Twitter. I had a book deal, which I got $5,000 for that was to write a book about how to make money online because I knew how to cultivate community and I knew how to bring people together with ideas of authenticity. In fact, that was one of the key reasons why my marriage started to disintegrate is because I started to find my voice online and I started to uh, share my experiences with other people as a female entrepreneur. And so I thought, okay, the idea landed. It was Friday. I'm like, I'm going to create a coaching program where I'm going to teach people for six consecutive weeks how to strengthen their website presence, how to build more influence, how to connect with people on social media. I just need 12 people at $1,000 each for the six weeks, which was an incredible bargain even back then, even though my worthiness hadn't really caught up with what I was capable of teaching. It was an incredible resource to offer at that time. And it was Friday when I had the idea. And by the Monday, I had $12,000 in my PayPal account because I found 12 people just through tweeting people that I had connected with and emailing people and just doing that kind of networking thing. I put together a very simple sales page of what the deliverables would be, how often we'd meet, you know, that there'd be community, there'd be connection. I'd have one-on-one coaching sessions, which I don't typically do that much of anymore, just on an exclusive basis. And I remember that $12,000 funded me getting out of Melbourne to Queensland, to Noosa in Australia. And I bought my first car. I'd never bought a car before. I, it was a Nissan or Nissan, as they say in Australia, Nissan Maxima. I, I called her Goldie and she had many problems, but she was my car. I loved her so much because I'd only just recently got my driver's license. So that was a newfound sense of freedom for me. I was 30 years old and I had just started to drive. So everything up to that point, I was on foot. So in Queensland, I got my car, Goldie. I got my apartment, like the the worst, most rundown apartment on one of the best streets in Noosa where I could walk down to the beach. It was beautiful. It was my key to freedom. But that taking inspired action of asking the universe for help in that moment is really what helped me the most to launch into a new phase of my life. 
And so those were just practical steps that I took. Um, And then the sixth thing is to surround yourself with abundance. Surround yourself with the energy of abundance, people that inspire you, people that have walked that path before you. That's one of the fastest ways to really immerse yourself in uh, the energy. Because, I mean, the thing is, seeking out opportunities and people who already embody abundance and prosperity so you can learn from them. And that includes like reading books and about wealth and abundance or being open to new ideas and possibilities because you never know the door that will open. You never know what tiny knocks will open the door to the next chapter of your life. And then as a final and um, just just some closing thoughts about trusting the universe, trust in the timing of your manifestations that you may want to manifest money fast and it could very well happen. I've seen people that have experienced what I call 11th hour manifestations where they experience apparent failure and then a breakthrough of success that the money lands on their doorstep. I remember my mother, uh, I'm sure she won't mind me telling this story, that uh, when she was getting a divorce from my dad, she wanted to manifest, I think it was $700, $700 to file the online application. And I think it was like, as soon as she took that inspired step of action, the universe supported her and she landed a, a book deal to illustrate a children's book, which is what she has done over the years. And I think it was for the exact amount of money that she needed to pay for the filing fee. So again, the necessity, if you can have the goal, if you can have the dream, the desired amount, the universe will so often show up to support you in your time of need. So, wow, that was a big episode. (laughs) I put a lot of energy, care and attention into sharing this with you today. And so it would mean the world to me if you would just simply take a screenshot on your phone and share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Sarah Prout. Let other people know about this as well, because the more we can generate the feeling of an abundance mindset for other people, the more we will begin to experience that reflected back to us by beautiful rewards from the universe. So final thoughts. Remember the key to manifesting money fast is to focus on abundance and prosperity Be grateful, of course, cultivate that gratitude practice, visualize, change your mindset, take inspired action, surround yourself with abundance if you can. And of course, trust the universe and trust in the timing of your manifestations. My name is Sarah Prout. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And until next time, happy manifesting.